Have you ever had something for a really long time but never looked at it? For example, a book. I've had this book, Don't Be Nice, Be Real, by Kelly Bryson. I want to say for probably over a decade. Yeah, maybe more. And the other day, something in me said, it's time to look at this. I literally have only read probably a couple pages and I'm freaking out inside. It is so good. It is so important. I think everybody in the world should read this. Wait, there we go. Don't be nice. Be real. Balancing passion for self with compassion for others. Okay. Let me just read. Just let me just read a little bit here. So now I'm trying to get the word out that being nice has its price. Here are just a few of the costs. So he names seven here. And I just want to read a couple, a couple points to inspire you to get this book. Always being nice prevents people around you from receiving feedback that would stimulate their growth. By growth, I mean gaining knowledge about and insight into oneself and others. And knowledge is power. Wisdom is freedom. The more we struggle and have pain, I've realized the more I need to understand why. What is behind my struggles? And anxiety, depression, it's at an all-time high. It's everywhere. And every time I hear someone talk, I want to give them this understanding and knowledge of where our depression, anxiety, panic attacks, trauma, all these symptoms come from. It's not we're not just doomed. We're not just having a meltdown for no reason. There's a reason. And well, let me just read a few more and then I'll get to that. Nice people often react with pain if anyone around them expresses uncomfortable feelings. Is this ringing true to anyone with their families? I come from a very nice family. Less real, more nice. Or they feel hurt and confused if someone does not appreciate their niceness. Often others sense this and avoid giving them feedback, thereby effectively blocking the nice person's emotional growth. With nice people, you never know where you really stand. Now, I used to be this person. I'm much more real now and I appreciate people that are real. I've changed. I was way too nice. You never know with a nice person if the relationship would survive a conflict or angry confrontation. Oh yeah, that, this was totally me. I didn't know how to handle any confrontation or anger. Now I welcome it. Like feeling anger is, is healthy to release and we stop having anger when we are more real about how we feel and what is okay with us and what's not and what our boundaries are which I'm really big into because there's no reason to be angry when you know how to be real, not nice. So nice people are festering um, anger and, and emotions and, and then it's bubbling up into, look, I'm even like getting, okay. Um, this uncertainty prevents risks from being taken. This greatly limits the depths of intimacy possible. When I was alone reading this, I was just like, the energy was just charging my body with excitement. Like how freeing is it to know and grow? Do you really trust a nice person to back you up if confrontation were really needed? That's a big thing for me. Like 
I've wanted people to stick up for me more. And since I come from such a nice family or people around me have always been really nice, I've had less of that. And now I didn't, I didn't stick up for people back then. I do now. Now I speak up. Hey, if something doesn't feel right. And this also leads me to another point. If, if you haven't, like me, ever really known how to stick up for yourself, when I started a few years back, I swung the other way. I had some friends, best friends that I love dearly, mistreat me. And it was so scary and uncomfortable for me to confront and be real and say, that really hurt. That wasn't okay. When you're ready to own it or change, I'm here. Instead, I was way more harsh. I was like, I don't want to talk to you. This isn't, you know, I, I just didn't even know how to deal. It was so uncomfortable and scary for me to say, ouch. And so when it came out, it was very harsh, like, I don't want to talk to you. That's all I knew how to do. And, and then years later, as I did more work and grew and discovered myself and my voice, I actually reached out to those people. So it doesn't matter if they wronged me. Let's say I did nothing. I mean, we always do. We always have our part. However, let's say there's somebody that betrayed or somebody that hurt one person. Like for me, I felt hurt. It didn't matter that they hurt me. I called and owned my part, and I said, I'm sorry for how I reacted so harshly. Like who I am now, I would have said it way different. I wouldn't have been like, I don't want to talk to you. I would have said, this doesn't, like I said, it doesn't feel right to me. I'm not okay with that. When you're ready to talk about it, I'm here. And if they're not, then they won't want to talk about it, and there's your answer of what kind of friends or relationships are gonna, how they're going to show up in your life, and if that is what you want. Are you going to grow together or apart? Anyways, I forgive myself. Did those people forgive me? I don't really think so because they don't, they don't want to talk to me. They didn't respond very well. One didn't respond at all, and the other was like felt just more attacked, but it was never like, thank you. I really appreciate your apology. I love you. Let's move on. So there is my confirmation. So do I have regrets for being harsh? No, because I was being real, and it's the best I knew at the time. Anyways, back, back to the book. Back to the book. Okay, here we go. Whoa, okay. Often people in relationship with nice people turn their irritation toward themselves because they are puzzled as to how they could be so upset with someone so nice. In intimate relationships, this leads to guilt, self-hate, and depression. And then this last one, nice people frequently keep all the anger in until they find a safe place to dump it. Yeah, this, this might be a screaming at a child, uh, blowing up a federal building, hitting a helpless dependent mate. Success in keeping the anger in will often manifest as psychosomatic illnesses including arthritis, ulcers, back problems, and heart disease. Wow, are you getting this, how, how cool this book is? Uh, for me, it was so enlightening, um, and I haven't even read it, but I'm going to, and I'll probably talk about it more. I hope you get it and read it. And the overall takeaway that I've really learned and that I want to share is the more we understand where we come from. So whatever environment you were raised in, Forgive yourself. Forgive that environment. And what makes us feel crazy is when we don't understand what the heck we're going through or why. T 
to me, that's trauma. It's confusing. Why am I depressed? Why do I keep attracting these abusive relationships? How come I'm feeling empty inside? Or what are trauma symptoms? Confusion breeds these uh, symptoms that, of anxiety and depression. Understanding, wisdom, knowledge, support, tools set us free. The path to freedom is just, it's infinite. There's so, there's so much out there. And I believe it starts with awareness and being real. And if you're ready for that, the sky is the limit. You are in for a real treat. Be real with yourself, with your relationships, your family. First, just with yourself. You don't have to go say anything to anybody. Just be real like, I, this is where I come from. My dad treated my mom this way. My mom treated my dad this way. There was codependence. There was narcissism. There was shit. There was stuff. Oh, no wonder I've been effed up. I don't want this anymore. Let me start looking at me. And that's why therapy is awesome. Find the right therapist, though. Find the right therapist that help you feel better. If you're noticing you're not making changes in your life, look for another. Look for different education. Look for different tools. I love working with the body, somatic, not just psychology, both. You, you got to have both because the body stores all of that and you want to put the two together to be able to release it and, and understand. And just start with awareness of who you are, getting real about where you come from and what is manifesting in your life and own it. Just be real about it. And that is going to set the ball starting to roll and a lot of emotions and a lot of thoughts may start to move. Don't worry. You can keep it contained. It will give you the platform you need to begin your journey of becoming the person you want to be. More grounded, healthier relationships, more money, work. All of it goes together. If one area of your life is going good, they're all going to go good. When one isn't, it seems like they all start to fall down. So start with awareness and being real. Read this book. And I think that's all I have for right now. Just wanted to share that. And I'm going to read it. And we'll talk more about it. Okay, I'll see you later.